Hi, I'm Jackie. And I'm Kelsey. And we're movie critics. JK! JK. And we just watched Barbie Star Star go to Vista Del Mar. Hey, we did pretty good on that. Yeah, so we just watched Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. And the synopsis is... Ready? Yeah, give me it. Lifelong friends Barb and Star, played by Annie Mamulo and Kristen Wiig, embark on the adventure of a lifetime when they decide to leave their small Midwestern town for the first time ever. They go to Vista Del Mar. Um, nice. Yeah, that's the only one that I wrote down, but basically, I mean, there's a villain also played by Kristen Wiig, so they like get caught up in, you know, like the villain's evil scheme. Right. And it t- did it take you a minute to figure out who it was that it was Kristen Wigger? Did you know right away? About 10 seconds. Because I was like, I think that's Kristen Wig, but I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I kept going, I'm, pr- I'm a little bit more sure that it's her. Like every now and then she would say something because she had a weird accent and she like, you know, had weird hair and stuff. So but but then I was like, okay, I could just tell by the way she said that that, that was Kristen Wiig. But it definitely took me a minute. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it does. And it has your favorite, Jamie Dornan. Is that, is uh, that his name? Yeah. Jamie Dornan. Yes, it did. I know. Um, yeah, so I wrote down, it's just, it's like two BFFs living their best life on vacay is basically mm-hmm. what it is. And like that they're meeting hot guys and broadening their horizons which i was like oh fun (laughs) but i do think we need to explain like i mean they're two middle-aged women but like not that are up with the times like they wear the same moo moo pajamas our grandmother wore they have like the hairsprayed short hair yes oh my gosh it was just so funny just their little interactions and what was the word culottes Culottes. is like the, the female underwear that like goes down to your knees not underwear like like long super long shorts is kind of oh. like what lots are okay but still like you're right like they're not hip middle-aged women they're like super stuck in the 80s with the fluffy hair and the clothes with like big flowers all over them and pastel colors and like <laughs> comfortable sensible heels and stuff like that Which, <laughs> nothing wrong with that but it's like, okay, well, you know, we don't all have, they don't have to be quite so old ladyish, but that's kind of what makes it funny. It made it so funny. It really did. And I like, I laughed several times. And one mm-hmm. time I laughed for like a solid 30 seconds. I was like, that was funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you're going into this movie for the deep storyline, you're not going to get that. You got to Like, it was exactly what I expected of it, which I knew it was probably going to be, it wasn't going to be like bridesmaids where I'm going to want to watch it over and over. It was going to be funny, stupid, funny. And like the sense of humor in it is totally just me and you, you know, like the yeah. honest, ironic jokes. I've even wrote down one. Whenever oh. they go, they go to grab that jet ski from that guy to like go chase the bad guy or whatever. Uh-huh. So they come to him and they're like, can we borrow your jet ski? And he's like, I need no further information. Yes, you can take my jet ski. <laughs> yeah. Like him saying, I need no further information. It's just yes. like that humor, like making fun of movies, basically. Right. And that's kind of, it was definitely like making fun of a lot of things in that way, but also like not in a mean way like none of it was mean you know how sometimes when people or movies make fun of things it's kind of like oh that's kind of mean but this was just not in a mean way at all like it's so lighthearted, 
I was just like, like, I enjoyed it so much. And I was reading all the stuff on it because I was like, I was like, okay, I'm going to sit and rent it. And like, I'll probably be on my phone a little bit, whatever. I totally wasn't like I was Mm -hmm. dialed in and I definitely laughed. I was like, I kind of want to be friends with Barb and Star. (laughs) Yeah, there were Um, a couple of musical numbers that I could have done without, but it was just supposed to add to the cheesy factor. It was. And I was like, those didn't really bother me at all because it was just so ridiculous. It just like made me smile. I was like, this Mm -hmm. is so silly. And like, it was even Jamie Dornan um, singing a song and like frolicking in the sand and stuff. (laughs) I was just like, I love it that he's not afraid to just be silly. That's my favorite thing. You got to laugh at yourself, you know, sometimes. And like, that's what I love about Kristen Wiig and this, and Annie, I don't know, Mimolo. Me neither. Like, they're not afraid to look ridiculous for a laugh. Like they don't take themselves too seriously because like the clothes are not flattering. The hair is not flattering. Like they are not, (laughs) they're not looking like a million bucks, but they don't care. Like, and, and, but they still like look great. It's just not like hip, you know, but, but I was like, I enjoyed it. I was like, this movie is what the world needs right now. Like Mm -hmm. with COVID and everything. And then like, we're from Texas. So last week was a bit cray or was it two weeks ago now? I think we're, we're it was two weeks ago now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where we were like, Kelsey didn't have as hard of a time as I did. And I didn't have as hard of a time as a lot of people, but we were basically like the power was off and on for an entire week. And like, there was a point where I had no water coming out of my faucets at my house. And like, everybody was like in this survival mode. And this like made me so happy. I was just like, I'm fine. Like I, fi- I kind of feel like I've processed everything from the whole snow week. Like, because you know, the, I don't know if you do this, but I'm like, when I'm going through something like that and not like I went through anything crazy compared to most people because I did it, but like during it, I'm like, okay, like everything's fine. Just keep going, keep going. And then after it happens, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that happened. Like <laughs> then yeah. I start to like process it. And so I've been like kind of stressed. Like I was breaking out and like, I don't usually get a ton of pimples. So like after like a super stressful week, that we had with the snow and everything like this movie just totally brightened my spirits like totally and not like I'm walking around super depressed or anything right you know just like processing it it was a lot like everybody said we were all just kind of like trying to survive and I mean I definitely wasn't close to not surviving but it was just yeah with no power no water a lot of people didn't have power water or anything Um, I mean, it was a crazy week and yeah, you're right. I was very lucky and had power the whole time. So I'll go into that next because I watched a lot of stuff and we haven't, (laughs) we haven't podcasted since then. (laughs) So I've got a lot in the next category, but yeah, this this movie, like I definitely, I mean, you know, I love Kristen Wiig for those of you who don't know, she's my favorite person in the entire world that obviously out of the people I don't know. Um, Right. Obviously. Yeah, and I want to be her. It's not like I even have a crush on her. It's that I just want to be her. Yeah, um, no, totally. So if you like her Saturday Night Live characters and her, you know, her humor, you'll right. love this movie just like we did. Right. And don't like we both, you and I both went into it, like not expecting anything. You know what you're going into with a movie like this, but like it will 
make you laugh. And like, it's so silly. It'll make you smile in between like COVID and everything that's going on. It just really made me smile a lot. Um, I, I was cracking up the thing that this is what I wrote down that I love about Kristen Wiig, because she also did this in bridesmaids. She is great at writing movies that are hilarious, but where she also gets to make out with hot guys. <laughs> and I'm a little bit like girl, same. If I was in her shoes, I'd do the same dang thing. So <laughs> like, you know, cause in bridesmaids, she got to make out with John Hamm, you know, and, and then in this movie, <laughs> she got to make out with Jamie Dornan. And like, it's always in a funny way, like not in a gratuitous way. It's not even really about like sex. Like there's no nudity. It's like so awkward, but mm -hmm. I just love it. Cause I'm like, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I wouldn't mind making out with Jamie Dornan for a movie. So, you know, I was just like, you get it, Kristen Wiig, you get it, girl. And yeah. like the Asian kid at the beginning was so funny, like how he was dancing and then he was and like lip syncing to that song. Yes. And I was like, okay, who is this kid? Cause I was like, is he famous? Like, is he on TikTok or something? So I was kind of looking like, I don't think he is. Um, I think he's just like a child actor, but um, like he, you know, played that part so well where he was like so dramatic riding his little bike to the mm -hmm. singing along to Barbara Streisand. <laughs> it was just so funny. Yeah, it was really funny. So if you need like a lighthearted movie that you're just going to sit and laugh at, you need right. to watch. Yeah, I also wrote like, it's funny because Jamie Dornan and you guys like he's so hot. Um, and I love the Fifty Shades of Grey movies. So, you know, and I'm not going to ever apologize for that. But like, it's hilarious how he's this super hot guy. And like, even from the beginning, he's like in love with the villain. And he's like, so maybe after this, do you think we'll be like an official couple? Like he's, so, <laughs> he's like begging to be an official couple with the villain. Like, it's just so hilarious. I was, I was cracking up like several times. And then the song there's also, so there's two musical numbers, which are definitely silly, but funny. But then there's also a song about boobs. Oh yeah. <laughs> That made me LOL too, because they say at this hotel, so the piano, you know, it's a nicer hotel where there's a, a guy playing piano, yeah. and he only sings about boobs, basically. Right. Like, yeah, like, I, I kind of wish I would have looked up the lyrics, because, like, it was just, boobs was in every line. It was like, I love boobs, and one time I saw my friend's boobs, and they were great, and boobs, and sometimes boobs are in bathing suits, like, it was just... Yeah. <laughs> on and on about boobs and he's like smiling and being all and being all like charming for the crowd and everybody's just like oh stop the piano player so he was like being totally serious but singing a song about boobs like it was just so funny yes but I, but I was like it was seriously so fun so cute and I wrote just a darn toot and good time that's what Barb and Star would say yes it is <laughs> I was like this this movie is so cute it was honestly better than I was expecting I think because of the place I've been in just mentally after everything um like I was going to tell you the other day I had walked in my room like I was going to bed and I forgot to turn a light on in there whenever I was walking in there so like I had to turn the flashlight on my phone and I was like oh bad memories like where I was <laughs> walking around in the dark in my house for yeah. like that whole entire week and like it's just again, like there's way worse things that people go through. And I know that this, you know, it, 
definitely wasn't like a life or death situation but it was something it was something happened and it was just for sure you know and so yeah i was i was just like this movie just made me smile and i liked it a lot you know yeah same same i know and you watched it with angela and your mom i know angela wasn't crazy about it right what did your mom think she wasn't but my mom liked it and my mom laughed out loud a few times too for sure which i love when she does yes yes she did that's funny like i would definitely tell people see i feel like it'll be a thing like where i'll tell people to watch it and then they'll be like well it wasn't that funny so like you just have to go into it with no expectation yeah and then you'll be pleasantly surprised when their pants made them fly my mom was cracking up (laughs) i loved it when kristen wig was sitting on the ground like laying on the ground and then she stood up and like spread her legs (laughs) (laughs) as she was standing up i mean it's just like it was it's awkward funny it's so awkward funny but i i mean you guys and then the part when um when after they like I'll just this isn't giving anything away but like the part where they all woke up in the same bed I oh died yeah laughing <laughs> at the way they woke up the way they were laying like that is the part I literally laughed for like 30 seconds straight like I was giggling straight giggling <laughs> so you know I would say guys watch it for a darn tootin good time <laughs> darn tootin darn tootin well so, I, I have a feeling your list is yeah, I was going to say, I'll let you go first because yours is probably a little bit shorter than mine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like I, so what I've been watching, I have a much bigger list of what I want to watch. Okay. <laughs> because, so I've been watching, oh my God, you guys, I've been watching Yellowstone and it is so good. Everything that you've heard about it is true. There's a reason it's so popular. Like it is so good. Um, like I even paid for peacock it's on peacock and you guys i also need to publicly make an apology because i said last week that it's on hbo max and it's not it's on peacock i regret my actions i promise to do better in the future please accept my apologies (laughs) on behalf of the listeners and myself okay thank you don't let it happen again kelsey do you you accept my apology (laughs) i do Okay, but so it's on Peacock. I even paid the $5. It's $5 a month for Peacock, whatever. There's three seasons. I've basically watched nothing else. Like, I'm just like, it's, if I'm sitting down watching it and I have time, I'm watching a full episode. Like, it is good. Um, And I mean, it's, do you even know like what it's about? Like, do you want me to kind of describe it to you or like? Cause like I think I do. Oh, I mean, no, was, go ahead. Well, cause I was like, I just know that it's like about a ranch or something, but it's like um, Kevin Costner owns this huge ranch in Montana. um, That's right. It's like the biggest privately owned ranch in the country. And it's right up next to Yellowstone National Park. And so like all these people are trying, are always trying to take part of his land. They want to make an airport. They want to build condos. They want to do this. The Native Americans are trying to take it back from when it was taken from them, you know, long time ago and then he's got all these kids and they're all like you know kind of trying to help him kind of not like all have their own lives crazy things going on but I was like if anything I'll always get into a show that has a bunch of hot dudes running around and this definitely has that um so 
like even if it even if it wasn't holding my interest i'd probably still watch it for the hot guys but it is holding my interest so it's like double hot guys and holding my interest big time i'm like oh my gosh like the end of season two like i was like oh my gosh i i i have to watch the next episode like it was like i was i was like mid binge it was so good so i totally love it it's like everything and again i don't want to like hype it up too much but like i told my aunt diane who lives with me to watch it she's totally obsessed with it oh my gosh i told my mom to watch it she's like mid binge right now and we're all talking about how we're watching yellowstone so it's a thing and it's there's a reason why it's so popular and you guys go watch it it is such a good binge <laughs> i have to start that and speaking of can i get that login oh, <laughs> sure and the like i mean the only other really thing that i wrote down that i watched was i watched the entire three hours of the golden globes on sunday night mm-hmm. um, which i can give you kind of a recap of that yeah um, but um yeah so so the golden globes i wa- like a I was like, okay, I'm going to sit here and watch it. It was three hours long. I was like doing crafts and stuff. So I wasn't like totally glued to it, but I just saw online today that viewership was down 60%, 60%, which I was like, dang, that's bad. That means 60% Um, from last year. Yeah. Like, I think they were saying it hit like an all time low. And I think that now is not a good time to gauge because it's COVID and everything. Um, but I honestly, I mean, like, and I'll watch the Oscars the same way too. I always like the fashion and the movie stuff. And I do have my picks for best, um, dressed and actually I'm going to have to look it up because I don't remember her name. It's one of her name is Susan Kalichi Watson. She plays Beth and she was my pick for best dress. And Kelsey, I will send you the pictures because I know people want to know. I have three picks for best dressed and and also ran who is dan levy for schitt's creek because he had that he had like a fabulous yellow suit on which i was like you go Dan." oh i did see his yes on insta um yeah like the girl from this is us i liked hers the best and then um anya taylor joy from the queen it was Uh she's wearing a fabulous green dress but anyway i know we're not here to talk about fashion Anyway, so, okay, Hamilton was in a couple of the categories, like, for, because it was, like, best comedy or musical, and I was, like, and then, of course, Lin-Manuel was nominated as actor for, like, best comedy or musical, and I was, obvious. I was, like, obviously, that's gonna win, right? I was, like, nothing is gonna beat Hamilton, but then it lost. It lost to Borat, which I was so surprised, like, I couldn't, I was like, <laughs> Borat beat Hamilton. Whoa, I'm not really supportive of this. I liked Borat, but you guys, Hamilton is like next level everything. So, it is, that's true. So Borat, the, the movie beat Hamilton, the musical, and then Sasha Baron Cohen won best actor over Lin-Manuel Miranda. I just like, my mind was blown. Wow. Mind blown, full on. Um, it was really sad because Chadwick Boseman won. I think oh, yes. Supporting actor or best actor. And his wife gave the speech and it was like so sad. She was Aww. calling the whole time. And I was like, mm, 
this is sad. Oh, because I was thinking that Reeves Ahmed was going to win for The Sound of Metal, but Chadwick Boseman won, which, you yes. know, like, and I haven't seen, I think it was Ma Rainey's Black Bottom, I think. Yeah, I think that one, that one, there's been some Oscar buzz around that one, I think. So we yeah. might end up watching. Yeah, but he was great. And it's just like so super sad that he died. Um, but then The Crown won Best Drama Series, Best Actor, Best Actress, and Best Supporting Actress. Like it won a lot. So mm-hmm. the girl that played Diana and the guy that played Charles and then Jillian Anderson, who played uh, Margaret Thatcher, the prime minister, they all won. And then it won for drama series. And it was so good. I was like, I totally agree with all of that. Um, and then Nomadland won for best picture drama. You said, I know you have that on your list of what you watched, right? Uh-huh. So she, that one best picture and best director. And you guys, those were both up against Promising Young Woman, which is <laughs> so far. I was a little bit like, mm, I love Promising Young Woman, but I'm going to re- wait to, you know, give further details until I've watched Nomadland. I love that they're both female directors. Me too. So I'll give it that. But after seeing both, I will say, promising young woman was just on another level with so many things yeah I want that to win everything maybe it'll win the Oscar we'll see (laughs) maybe I know and it's so hard to compare movies like like obviously I haven't seen Nomadland but I've seen the trailer you know what it's about and it's like about this lady being a nomad comparing that to promising young woman like they're just totally different feel movies and it's hard to say like which one you know, but the bottom line is Promising Young Woman is definitely getting a lot of noms and that's the most important. For sure. My pick usually doesn't win anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I sat and watched the entire Golden Globes thing. You know, Tina and Amy were great. You know, they're funny. It was weird because like Tina, I think was in LA and Amy was in New York or the other way around. So they weren't even in the same room. Oh, wow. Yeah, and- and they were like roasting the, the what is it, Hollywood Foreign Press Association because there's not one black person in the entire thing. So they were like roasting them hard. And I'm like, you're roasting them on the show of theirs that you're hosting. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Good for them. That's ballsy. <laughs> I know. I'll leave it to them for sure. But yeah, I mean, I was surprised that viewership was down 60%. That's bad. But um you know, besides that, um, I just have a lot on my list of what I want to watch after the Golden Globes. But what have you been watching? Well, per your recommendation, I watched The Night Of. Oh, yeah. Which is starring the guy from Sound of Metal. What's his name? Riz Ahmed. Yes. And so it is a really, really good series. It's about, you find out in the first episode, this murder happens on this one night and he doesn't remember anything that happened. And so he's not sure if he did it or not, but he goes to jail for it. So the whole thing is like his trial and figuring out what happened. Yeah. Um, really, really good. You made it seem like <laughs> this doesn't give anything away because I just want to tell all of you guys this if you decide to watch it. Um, Jackie made it seem like you find out exactly what happened. Like you see that night. That, that's, the, that's the way I interpreted it. So in your defense, it's totally my fault, but you do find out what happens. So I think that's what you meant. And I just took it the wrong way. <laughs> so I think you, 
it's I, like strongly implied like it I don't, very strongly implied you yeah. you more or less definitely you know find out what happened and there's a conclusion and an ending so i mean the entire thing is really good like we kept wanting to watch episode after episode so oh, um if you've got some time it's a good binge because it's just one season i love things that are like that where it's eight episodes and done yep me too so I watched that. Um, I watched a couple docs. I watched Framing oh. Britney Spears and I watched oh. the Tiger Woods documentary. Oh, I haven't watched that. I put them together because, well, I'm talking about them together. Well, Britney Spears, that one is super sad. I felt so bad for her, the way I the know. media treated her. I know. Uh, it's just crazy because at the time I, I remember and it just seemed normal that, that you know, yeah. it was just like, oh, well, yeah, she's super famous. But I mean, right. the way that she was treated was crazy. It's horrible. Um, and Tiger Woods was kind of similar in that, you know, he got so famous and was like the thing, like the right. top of the town, like biggest golfer in history. Um, and he had paparazzi all around him, just like Britney in a lot of the scenes where it was yeah. really crazy. Although, I mean, he like totally did F up big time. And like, yeah. you know, I mean, if you're going to have $100,000 escorts around you, maybe like if your wife doesn't know about that, then that's pretty crucial. If she does right. know and she's cool with it, then by all means, live your life. All right. But, you do you. I mean, right. But, but anyway. Still, yeah. That's, yeah. Interesting. that's interesting because I, I mean, I of course know all that that happened with him, but like, I think that there, it, like when you are the guy for whatever it is, the person, just like Britney Spears, it's mm -hmm. like a lot of pressure, a lot, a lot, a lot. And like, I know that if I was ever in that same situation, I would probably crumble too. Like it's, yeah. they're, they're not put in a position where they can really thrive. You know, it's like they, they have to just, you know, and it's like, of course they have money and they have, you know, all kinds of stuff. They can travel all over the world, but it like, it doesn't mean that. Gosh. And the stuff with Britney's conservatorship is crazy. Oh, yes. And I feel so bad for her. Free Britney. Yes. Hashtag free <sighs> Britney. But anyways, both of those were good. So, um, okay. Fin I finished Bridgerton. Oh uh, yeah. What'd you think? I really enjoyed it. I, I, think I'll watch season two but I'll probably wait and hear how people are saying about it and then decide if I want to watch it yeah but I liked it more than I thought I would I that's mean, I really like, cool that's awesome because I really thought that you wouldn't like it I liked it enough to finish it so that says a lot yeah it uh, does and the only other thing I wrote down is that I after watching it I found out that the girl who plays Penelope Bridgerton is 34 years old not Penelope Bridgerton Penelope no, Penelope Featherington Featherington. Yes. Sorry. Just sorry, sorry. Minor correction. Yes. Thank you. That is crucial. <laughs> uh, Penelope Featherington is 34 years old and she plays like a 16 year old. Yeah. When you told me that, cause I didn't know that either. And I was like, oh, what, what? Cause she looks like she's 17. Yeah. It's crazy. She looks very young. So that was just a little mind blown moment there. Um, and then, yeah. So I watched Nomadland. Oh yeah. The movie we were just talking think? about. What is her name? Frances McDormand, right? Yes. Okay, yeah, so she's, she's always good. She stars in it, and she was, of course, really good. And it literally just like, see, I wrote it down. It just like basically follows her life, like as an, not no. She is kind of a nomad. She has a van and just lives in her van and travels around. And she's uh -huh. even like a part of this campers group where she meets up with other people who just live in vans, you know, and they have like their own little crew, like 
crew. Uh Um, And so I feel like it goes, it shows you about a year of her life kind of living in that van and Uh doing, she works at Amazon for part of it. It's very like slow and basically just showing you her life and what she does. I was going to say, because that's what the trailer kind of looks like. It looks kind of slow and like from that I also see kind of boring like would you say it's boring or is it just slow Angela thought it was kind of boring but I really liked it It, really yeah I was super into like every minute of it and it just made me like appreciate the little things and the simplicity of life like she has this sister who kind of wants her to move in with her and like stop the nomad life but she's just Uh like no this is what I want to do and it sounded like from because people were talking about it after the Golden Globes, like it sounds like there's a whole like society of people that do that, like, mm-hmm. like more than you think. That's kind of what they showed in the movie too, a little bit, yeah. Which is which is really interesting, and I always really enjoy learning about something like that where it's like I had no idea this even existed, mm-hmm. and wow, that's really eye-opening. So I, yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch it. And she had like little friends that she would make along the way that she'd be really close with. It was just, it was really sweet, and oh yeah, I really enjoyed it. I do think that you'd like it. Um, okay. It's definitely slower. Yeah, um, that's okay. Sometimes simple and slow is okay. And also, this is what I was thinking. So I don't know. I could have researched this. I don't know when Sound of Metal and Nomadland were filmed, but I was like, these would have been the perfect movies to be filmed in 2020 because oh, yeah. I feel like there were like no extras. It's very like few people. Yeah. And I don't know, it, they kind of reminded me of each other in that way. Oh, interesting. Uh, okay. The only other thing I have is called Tell Me Your Secrets, which I think it's on Amazon Prime. It has. I didn't do my research. Lily something, she's she's the blonde from um, American Horror Story that's in the Coven one and dances all around and loves- Oh, oh and she was in The Undoing. She loves Stevie Nicks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yes, she was also she was in The Undoing. Undoing. I've heard about that, Tell Me All Your Secrets, but I don't know anything about it. Well, she got super ripped for this movie. Like, oh, dang. really? What's it about? Or not movie, it's a show. Um, it's- so at the beginning, I guess you realize that she's like getting out of jail and they're putting her in witness protection program. And you find out that like her ex-boyfriend was a serial killer. And so Ooh. they kind of, you don't know exactly what her involvement was, but he was like, he killed a bunch of young girls and would like, he would hammer like, or he'd like hit their hit their hands and their feet so they couldn't get away or fight him Ooh. or something crazy stuff and so it's also about like the, one of the parents of a girl who's still missing and she thinks that like um the lily i forget her name knows something because it was like his girlfriend oh but you don't really know how much she knew if she knew he was a serial killer or not so oh so it's a series have you finished it or is it like so i watched three episodes and was not that into it <laughs> yeah I couldn't tell where it was going and it was just kind of eh. but then Angela finished it on her own because I was like you're fine go ahead yeah and she really liked it she said that it started to get a lot better and it's like super super dark and has some crazy turns so oh. I personally haven't finished it but oh interesting uh, I don't know I might yeah I know that's kind of a mixed review and like I've heard a little bit about it but like not a lot and was going to say I have so many things on my list of things I need to watch after the Golden Globes is that that's all you've been watching 
that's all I've been watching. Next, I've got Bachelor. So yeah. okay, so like I want to watch Judas and the Black Messiah. That's on HBO, and we've talked about doing that. I want to yes. watch. There's a new movie called I Care a Lot on Netflix. Um, yes that looks it's like a dark comedy and the girl won best actress at the golden globes um i want to watch nomadland i still want to watch the flight attendant um i so there's a new superman tv show and okay like when i was like in middle school like in the early 90s like my favorite show was lois and clark the adventures of superman i don't know if i've ever told you this (laughs) it was like my favorite show and what's the guy's name dean kane was like oh my gosh my biggest crush when i was like 13 so i've always kind of liked those you know and so there's a new one i think on the cw called superman and lois um and it's about like when when superman and lois clark and lois are married and they like move back to his small town and it's about their like teenage sons who are like learning their own powers or something too because they're like superman's kid and i and like so there was one episode and they've already renewed it for season two after one episode so tons of people watched it which i was like that makes me want to watch it <laughs> dang that kind of makes me want to watch it too i know and like i never really got into smallville but like i know that that was really popular with people i loved smallville oh you did yes well, I, I just love the superman character you know like so i'm i'm like probably going to check it out i might wait a while because obviously there's only been one episode so far and it's like a week to week it's on uh yeah we like to binge uh hello i'm gonna wait a while to binge i also want to watch the billy eilish documentary they've been talking a lot about it um online it, i think it's on apple tv um just about her because i just think she's so interesting um she's just so different um and apparently um it's just about like i don't know her making her music and everything with her brother and how she's like kind of like got a normal family and stuff I don't know so what I've seen has made me interested enough to want to watch it so I like Mm -hmm. need to get busy that's what I was going to say the week of the snow like my power was going off and on and my wi-fi was off the entire week so I only had live tv and dvds so I didn't watch anything (laughs) really like current I was like watching the princess bride and like comfort movies just to like have something on while Mm -hmm. the power was on you know like and it was like always just waiting for it to go off you know it was just uh so you know then once the power was back on then my wi-fi was still out it was like only in one small part of my neighborhood of course in the part that i'm in so i didn't have wi-fi for an entire week and so it was again not the worst thing but it was just like Ew, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, I'm over this, over this for real. And that's what I've just been saying because everybody at work is like, hope you managed okay in the storm. You know, I don't know if everybody's doing that, like it's your work. And I'm like, yeah, I managed okay. And I'm just glad to be on the other side of it. I'm glad it's over. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, but then, so I have a few pop cult. Um, so Taylor Swift is mad at this show on Netflix <laughs> called Jenny in Georgia, which I've never even heard of it. But um, I think it's like two young girls. It's like two teenagers and their friends or something is kind of what it looks like. But um, she she put out a tweet and like tagged Netflix in the tweet about like, you know, 2000 called and wants your sexist joke back. Cause they said, 
one of the girls on the show says, you go through men faster than Taylor Swift. And she oh. was like, um, remember Netflix, you put out my Miss Americana and I thought that we were like, you know, on a better level than this and like happy women's appreciation month, I guess, you know, which I, I totally agree with her. I'm like, oh, it's justice for Taylor because yeah. she's so right. Everybody bugs her so much about go about dating. About literally just dating. Right. Literally what any normal girl does in her early twenties is what Taylor did. She didn't do it. The only thing different was she did it with celebrities. Yeah. So it was all over the news. And like, she, she was just, she's always being slut shamed for dating, for just doing what's totally normal. So I'm, I get all fired up about it, but that's where her, the lyrics from that song called the man come in. Have ever, I'm like, I love this. Song. Yes. Where she's like, look, if I was a man, I wouldn't be having to deal with this stuff. She's like, at one part, she's like, I would be just like Leo in San Tropez. Like Leo DiCaprio gets to date all the models and take them all over the world. And everybody's like, oh, ha ha. He just has another model girlfriend. That's just what he does. He's so funny. And then Taylor dates people and they're like, oh my gosh, like how many guys is she going to go through? Like, it's so unbalanced. It's so, <laughs> so I'm just like, oh, I don't blame Taylor at all. And I'm like, if I would, if I ever saw her in person, I'd give her a fist bump. You go Taylor. <laughs> yes. Um, there's also a new, so there's a new Netflix documentary coming out called Operation Varsity Blues, which is about the Aunt Becky stuff. I didn't really know what else to call it. <laughs> yes, totally. The Aunt Becky college, college admissions scandal. Yes, exactly. And so it looks like it's a documentary, but they also have like, um, reenactments um like kind of interspersed with it kind of like that um the social dilemma is that what it was called that one that we watched yeah. where it was like people talking but then there would be little scenes like showing um little reenactments of whatever so that's what it looks like um that they're you know they said that they were you they used the actual fbi tapes like because they tapped all their phones and so they have all these recorded conversations so they they did the reenactments with the actual tapes so it's like the actual words that that the people were saying and one thing it was like on the trailer that I was just like it's so true the guy was like these kids have every opportunity in the world they have money and they're white and they come from good families and they like they have all the opportunities and all the benefits and they still cheated it's like how can you have all the opportunities in the world and you still cheated just to get in it's so you know so i'll definitely watch that and then like the lady gaga dog walker stuff i'm just like that is so crazy it's crazy know. and i hate those people no me too i've seen like it feels like a week or two ago i saw something online where like somebody's ring camera caught it where this it wasn't lady gaga it was somebody else not famous was walking their dog and like this car just drove up and like punched out the people and took the dogs i think they were like bulldogs and i guess they think that they can sell them for money which i'm sure they can but i'm like that's my biggest fear is it somebody yeah just, like snatch my dog like i would lose my mind um mm -hmm. So, and I mean, obviously it's like, you know, children, there, there could be worse things, but I don't have children. I have a dog. He's my whole world, you know? Uh, so, yeah. And like, you know, Lady Gaga put out a thing, like, 
I think it was $500,000 for the return of the dog, which that's what you do. Like that's way more money than the people would have ever gotten if they just sold the dogs to begin with. Mm-hmm. Um, but, and hopefully it doesn't go to the people that, that took them. And I, but I haven't heard anything about like that they've caught them or anything. No, but they also shot the guy who they took them from. Right. So yeah, just because Lady Gaga is putting up that money and they did get the dogs back already. Right. Um, you know that they're still going to be investigating and finding out who did it. Like for sure. They're going to get caught. Exactly. And yeah, like, especially with all, it's like those guys that probably did it are like, holy crap, we took Lady Gaga's dogs. Like, because mm-hmm. if it wasn't Lady Gaga's, it would have been like, not news at all like it you know which sucks but um everybody's saying that like lady gaga is handling it the best Mm -hmm. and she's like totally supportive of the guy that got shot and she's like you know so i'm like i just love her i wish i could be friends with i love her too and i'm so glad she got her doggies back because that's also like my biggest fear oh my gosh me too like yeah i would just yeah so um the the next thing i have is a little batch nash which has been cray for a while you guys like this Mm -hmm. (laughs) this whole season ever since like claire it has just been one thing after another hasn't it Mm -hmm. yes it has like and so chris harrison is like taking time away and he's not going to do the after the final rose did you see that they've picked some guy that's going to do the after the final the after the final rose thing it yes somebody I recognized but like a different host type guy I um, recognized him because he's been on some podcasts like the last oh. year um just about his book because his book what is it called I want to get it right um it's like he he's an he's a former NFL player oh huh? yeah his, his book's called uncomfortable uncomfortable conversations with a black man um, oh okay and, yeah and so he he's it's a very very popular book right now um and yeah I think he's gonna I mean do a really good job and he like seems really excited about it I saw on Instagram which is kind of funny oh really yeah so and and good for him like I it was funny did you notice on the on the women tell all that when like Chris Harrison came out they put like recorded February 6th or something like they put the actual date that they recorded (laughs) yes so they could say it was before before everything went down with Rachel and then there's all this stuff like Rachel Lindsay had to delete her Instagram because she was getting bullied and then like the producers are coming out saying uh that's rude don't do that like don't be bullying people you know and I don't I just don't get I don't get any of that like what does that accomplish it's just I don't get it either it's so it's sad that she felt that she had to get to the point where she had to delete it. Like I can only imagine the message messages that she was getting and no, why real. DM someone something so hateful. I don't like, no matter what no, it's about for real. And like, she's pretty tough. So like yeah. for it to be this bad, it had to have been some really, really shady stuff, like stuff that she probably would never even repeat. So yeah. that's horrible. And I feel really bad for her because honestly like she asked the question to chris harrison and he had kind of a weird response and then she's getting the hate for it like what it doesn't yeah. make any sense at all um, and she's an extra tv host right so she was literally just doing her job it's not like she even went out of her way to ask this question although exactly. i mean i do you know 
give her props for asking it but she was just asking about the girl on the show and then it yeah it went off the rails and now she's the one getting the hate for it yeah and she's in the perfect position because like you said she's a host on that show and she's black and she was the bachelorette like if anybody's gonna ask it's her like you know yes so it it's just it drives me crazy people are just so mean online it is just so unnecessary y'all yeah don't be mean online no and then okay so i just saw it yesterday that like some old tweets of taylor's came out that is it taylor what is her name nolan yeah did you see all this i didn't see the actual tweets i saw mostly like people's reaction to it but i don't know was she the reason that it's an even bigger deal is because she's you know very outspoken about mental health and yeah you know being you know i I don't know i think she's some sort of a therapist too she i don't know she's but anyway, I, th- I did read some of the tweets and apparently some of them were racist also, but I didn't see those. I saw ones that she specifically said about like fat people. Oh, I- I'm literally quoting her. Like it was a bunch with a bunch of tweets that had the word fat in it, where she was basically just like making fun of quote unquote fat people. Oh, <laughs> so, that's but so it- nice. And as, yeah. And it was like back in 2012. So someone did some research. 2012 well and that's what I read was that like she was a teenager when she tweeted those things mm-hmm. um and I did see also that Taylor said she intentionally did not delete them because like she it's like a representation mm-hmm. of her growth um which is bold I mean I don't know if that's the right yeah. thing to do or not but um because look everybody says stupid inconsiderate things when they're teenagers everybody does but when you put it on the internet and it's there forever until the end of time that's when it yeah that's a whole different thing um well and just like just like the rachel uh the other rachel um the girl on the show right now oh yeah just because it happened a long time ago doesn't mean it was right right but i mean you are correct that like the i i agree that I mean, don't we want to at least see growth and see, you know, people try to be better. And so hopefully Taylor Nolan also has, you know, grown and isn't, hadn't been tweeting about that kind of stuff in the last few years. Right. So I don't know. It's, I haven't seen much else about it other than that. So I'm sure it'll. I didn't really, I tried to look into it a little bit, but it was like, it was like that TLDR too long didn't read. Cause I was like, I can't tell like what the story is. Like, I can't tell. It was like, this person's mad and this person's mad over her disgusting comments. And then it was like, okay, so what were the comments which weren't in there? And I was just like, you know what? I, I, I believe that they were disgusting. Yeah. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm tired y'all. And her, her reaction seemed to be kind of weird. I, again, I didn't read too much of it, but she definitely wasn't, she definitely was like, yeah, I know that they're there and I left them because I want to show how much I've grown because of course I don't feel like that now. Um, Hmm. which is again, bold. I don't know, (laughs) but, um, yeah. And so then the women tell all was like kind of boring. Did you think it was boring? (laughs) <laughs> yes Jackie I could barely even get through it I was like yes I know it's gonna just be us rehashing all the stuff about this season that I hated uh, so yeah. no, it was I just kind of annoying I feel like Victoria doesn't really understand what she did and wasn't sorry I feel no. like Anna, Anna was 
genuinely sorry. This is yes. just um, at least that's the way that it seemed. Also, they showed like two group dates on the Women Tell All that were really funny and would have been entertaining. And I'm like, how come they didn't show more of that and less of less drama, the the stupid stuff. And also like Jojo and Taisha were there and they were never shown on the season. I know. I heard that on Almost Famous podcast today where they're like, they never even aired their their whole thing and like Tasha and Jojo like had to go through the whole quarantine thing they had to do mm-hmm. all that stuff and then to have their stuff not even air yeah Jojo posted something like well we made the bloopers you know like <laughs> which is yeah. so weird that they'd even show that in the bloopers if they didn't show them even being there on the season but like, also yeah. I saw pictures that Heather Martin was in one of the seats with the girls she was up oh, there I saw that too I saw because I definitely saw something where I was like who's that girl sitting next to Katie? I recognize Katie's dress and who has that long blonde hair, but then nobody was behind her. And I was like, somebody was saying like, yeah, Heather was there. And then they just didn't even show it. They just didn't act like she was there at all. It Like the whole thing just kind of felt weird. I did like it that they didn't just scream over each other the entire time. Like they actually, like that was one thing I definitely appreciated. But mm-hmm. like, and you're right. Was it what was the girl's name? Was it Sarah? That was very apologetic um, to the Anna. Anna, sorry, because Sarah was the one who left because her dad was dying and she wasn't there. Right? She was um, not there. Which you know, she's probably still with her dad as she should be. Um, but yeah, like Victoria was really weird. Like she was not apologetic really at all. And then when one girl was talking about something and she's like oh well don't you think that you're just like really emotional because I get comments like that all the time on my social media and I just handle it I was like that's not okay what is she talking about like she's just nuts I don't know it was it was just weird yeah I hope she doesn't go to paradise I think they were saying on almost famous like I think she probably will to get a redemption story and like, watch we're totally gonna be like i mean i actually kind of like her now <laughs> <laughs> i know right and i was I, sorry go i ahead. was gonna say like listen just like anything else i mean i'm sure that for you know in person that she's just fine and like she probably right. is kind of funny and witty and i would probably like her i'm not saying i don't like her as a human right I'm just saying that the way that they showed it on there is that like she didn't seem very apologetic for what she was clearly like trying to right I wouldn't I wouldn't even say bully I I, I mean I guess that is kind of what she did but she's just, being, just kind of outspoken. Being mean for no reason right exactly she's just outspoken and she was just like always trying to cause a scene um which you know and then sometimes it was directed at one person and then all the other girls would kind of start doing the same thing and then it was really that one person was being bullied um mm-hmm. and then I was like really surprised at how hard the girls came for Katie I was like I don't really feel like what Katie did was so bad to me it seemed like she was just sticking up for the people who are being bullied like yeah, she was too. doing what we all should do when you see someone being bullied is say that's not cool and you should stop that mm-hmm. um which was like not all of the girls were just like all of the drama was around you and and just like doubling down on their whole thing i and i 
I was really thinking from that whole thing that they're not really giving her the Bachelorette edit so much anymore. I was like, I don't think it's going to be her. I there, think it's going to be Abigail. Don't be, you? Okay. Actually, I'd be okay with that. I was, I was going to say who I think it's going to be, but I don't want to say because the season's not over yet. Oh, okay. Um, but it's one of the top three who yeah. I would want. And I'll tell you off of here. Okay, now, well, yeah, like at this point, I would say Abigail, and that's what they were saying on Almost Famous too, because she would be like, I mean, she's still white, but she would be diversity in a certain sense. Like she has mm -hmm. a, not a disability, but you know. A I hearing loss. A hearing loss, right. Which is like, you know, and, and I liked how she was saying like, you know, that she got tons of nice messages from people like, oh, my daughter is hearing impaired and she's never seen anybody fall in love as a deaf person, you know, like, mm -hmm. and I was like, that's, that's really cool. And the thing about Abigail is she just stayed out of the drama. Like she's just stayed. And honestly, like, I feel like that's what I would do. I'd be like, look, I'm not even going to go try to go up against these other girls and be like, look, you're being so mean. I would just be like, I'm going to head out. I'm going to go take a nap, guys. Like, <laughs> Yeah, for real. And I don't, I mean, I just, the the season was just really full of a lot of mean girls and I'm over that. Like, I don't know. Same. I'm over it too. I want to go back to the way the seasons used to be. I know. And, although I did like Matt James and I thought he handled everything very well. Like even when like yeah. things were brought to finally brought to his attention, yeah. he handled them that I think the very, very best way possible. So, I mean, I, at least he wasn't annoying. Yeah. Unlike Peter, who was just so annoying. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he was a lot. No, yeah. Bless Matt, him's really heart. Like he didn't know what him wanted. No, him didn't. I know and like Matt's beard they were like kind of freaking out about Matt's beard and then you sent me that funny meme what did it say like tell it me said tell me yeah tell me you're single without telling me you're single <laughs> and it's just a picture of him sitting there with his beard mm -hmm. but I was like do you think that he's single do you think that he is like after everything that we know or <sighs> I don't know I I all I can say is I am super pumped for the next episode and yes. even more so for the after the final rose no me too like i really because stuff's gonna be going down and like they showed in the preview that he actually talks to his dad at one point which he's yeah. not really close to i was like that see that's kind of where the show gets weird where it's like look this is real life stuff and he's not close to his dad and you're kind of forcing this and this is weird like that's mm -hmm. I'm always like, ooh, they took it a step far, a step too far, but like, I still want to watch. <laughs> oh, I mean, we, we've said it a million times, you know, we don't care if we're even super not into a season, yeah. we'll still be watching every week. No, like, honestly, I mean, if there's two like celebrities that I just really don't like, and I just don't understand them at all, one is Kanye West, the other one is Kim Kardashian. And if either one was the lead, I would still watch, like, yeah. And I don't like them. Like, I don't like them even before they're on the show. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it is what it is, but yeah, I really think that they're going to be pushing for Abigail. Um, she made it really far. She stayed out of the drama. Like everybody likes her. She's getting all the nice messages. And that's what Ashley, I on almost famous was like, she got the bachelorette edit for real. Like, yeah, definitely. True. Don't you think? And I think she'd be great. I do too. And she's beautiful. 
Oh yeah, she is definitely. I know. And cause I was just like, yeah, Katie, I don't, I don't know. Like, they I definitely feel- aren't giving her the edit anymore. Like they're definitely they not. Which- they aren't showing her in the same light as they were at one point. Which makes me think like, how did that rumor get out to begin with? Like, where did it start? And maybe they did start it to see how people reacted. I don't know. Like, true. They're, you know, they're not always honest. Let's be real and everything they do. So who knows? Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I was a little bit like, oh, it's the women tell all. Like I was expecting like a regular episode and I was like, oh, okay. So I was, you know, like whatever. And they didn't, you didn't really learn anything new. You didn't get anything new. It was just like, yeah, yeah. rehash, like rehash of all the drama. But anyway, so the other thing I wanted to talk about, I was reading an article on BuzzFeed, of course, I'm always reading BuzzFeed. And it was just something I thought we could talk about on here. It was an article about the most disturbing movie you've ever seen. And so I have a couple uh-huh. lists. I have a couple movies from the BuzzFeed list and a couple more that I saw on Reddit um, that of like, of like really disturbing movies. And I bet you haven't seen most of them. Um, but well, like- I have two that I'll talk about. Okay, I was going to say, like, definitely my number one, this movie stuck with me ever since the first time I watched it, and it's a really good movie, but it is really disturbing, really upsetting. I know you've probably never seen it. It's called Requiem for a Dream. <laughs> it, actually, no. it actually has Jared Leto in it from back in the day, and it's from, like, a, probably, like, early 2000s, and it's about drugs. It's about, like, how these, like, four or five people um it's like a Jared Leto plays the son of this old lady and then he's got a girlfriend and his friend and it's like about how all of them descent into drug abuse and to where it's like they're kind of normal at the beginning and then by the end it's awful and like there's scenes that I can still picture at the end where they're like I mean there's like a lobotomy and stuff like it's bad and like there's parts that I just like can picture in my head where I was like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm saying this and not that I ever wanted to do drugs before but I definitely never wanted to do drugs after watching this movie like I was always like look if you don't want your kid to do drugs tell them to watch Requiem for a Dream for real (laughs) (laughs) I would be interested for like you to watch it and tell me what you think I mean maybe it wouldn't be that bad but it's it's a, also a really good movie though. It's it's good, but it is oh, it's disturbing. <laughs> You're really selling it. Just kidding. I honestly <laughs> don't think I want to watch it. No, I mean it it it's like it's really good and it makes you think a lot, but I was like because it's because things it's like they don't sugarcoat it at the end when they're all like really addicted to drugs. It is ugly and nasty yeah. and just disgusting so it's like to see them go and how like they start like pretty normal at the beginning and just this descent into really bad it's it's crazy and like you kind of see how it could happen but like what's yours I told you to think about it what's what's your movie that's most disturbing yeah well, I thought of two immediately um sorry I'm writing down Requiem for a Dream oh <laughs> If I'm ever bored, maybe I'll just give it a shot. Um, so I used to do another podcast called Cinematic AF. Shout out. Oh, Anthony yeah. and his podcast. 
Um, and he would always have us watch a lot of horror movies and more violent movies. And we watched one called Maniac. Um, I think that's what it was called. I'm 99% sure. And it had Elijah Wood in it. And he plays like a serial killer. And it's all Ooh. from his perspective. Literally like the camera, you'd never, you only see Elijah Wood in the mirror. Like Ooh. it's all as if you're him. Oh, um, and he scalps he basically scalps like his victims oh my gosh it's very disturbing (laughs) really (laughs) oh I didn't know that I've never heard of that yeah I think that's what it was called I'll look it up to make sure um but I'm like pretty positive um but yeah it was called maniac oh yeah it is called maniac okay well Elijah Wood oh interesting yeah and it's it's I if I remember right it's like girls that he like tries to sleep with like they come home with him and they're cool with it uh-huh. and then he it's terrifying um oh gosh and he's got this thing with um mannequins as well it's yeah oh like he'll put the scalps on mannequins yeah oh my gosh oh so there's okay. that the other one I have is called human centipede Oh, okay. I've never seen those, but I've heard of it. And I know that those are bad. (laughs) I have. And my friend and I were watching it. Like, I don't know. I think I was out of high school already, but my dad totally came in and was standing there, like watching it with us a little bit. (laughs) And I was like, I'm so sorry that you're seeing this. But basically human centipede is a, you don't know what a human centipede is. This guy, another crazy, weird serial killer creep um he like basically kidnaps these people and puts them together mouth to butthole yeah <laughs> and so they're all naked and it's mouth to butthole mouth to butthole and then he feeds the person at the front and then you know uh natural things happen and that's oh how the God. other people behind them eat oh my and God. It's- that's really messed up and like who even came up with that? <laughs> It's and honestly, like it's just like they they have to be sitting there going, "What's the most outrageous thing we can think of?" Right? Like because and I know that there's like a human centipede too. There's more than one movie about it. Like I think it has sequels. So <laughs> you haven't seen the sequels and don't plan on it. But yeah, I, like everything I was reading online is they said that human centipede 2 was way worse than the first one which I was oh like, interesting I know so like yeah don't watch it I don't, just don't even go there but yeah. like, so some other ones um that were on this list one I know that you watched which is midsummer oh you, yeah which I never watched that but it's like she gets involved in a cult or something did you think it was disturbing it is pretty disturbing is it, it- it takes a turn yeah and is very disturbing from then on out like stuff gets really crazy and yeah it it is it is pretty nasty like certain parts of it and they burn people and and I love Florence Pugh so like I've always kind of wanted to watch it I think you should watch it yeah because it's from the same director or writer no director as Hereditary oh yeah I mean, I really liked Hereditary. It makes you think and has like a weird ending, but it's still a yeah. horror movie. And Midsummer is kind of like that where there's just so much to talk about with it, but it yeah. is very disturbing. Very and yeah, disturbing. love 
what's her name? Florence Pugh. Florence Pugh. Yeah, I like her. Well, mm-hmm. and that was on my, um, I have like Requiem for a Dream is definitely like my number one, but I wrote down a couple other ones that I remember that were just, whoa. Um, and one of them was Hereditary, honestly. I was like, mm-hmm. that movie is effed up. And mm-hmm. <laughs> like the part with the daughter and I mean, just like <laughs> when the daughter is in the car, I mean, like there's just so many things that's like burned in my brain, which is mm-hmm. like, I don't think I was, I mean, I was definitely scared in the movie. I wasn't like freaking out, but like it stays with you. And that's how, you know, it's like, okay, that was bad. Which um, also shows how good special effects are nowadays because yeah, they can make sure. it look so, I mean, they make it look real, completely totally real. real. No, exactly. Another one that has stayed with me and you and I went and saw this together. It's called The Mist. Oh, The Mist. Yeah. yeah it's a well, spoiler movie. alert. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah I, I was just, Go ahead. It's like your movie. It's like they um like I've only seen it one time, but it was like there's like this mist, this fog, and there's these huge like animals that are just killing everything. So all the people are hiding in the grocery store, and then like they have to leave the grocery store and get in the car, and like all these animals are chasing them, and then like the it's like the dad and the son and two other people that he made friends with in the grocery store in the car. And the animals are coming and they're out of gas or something. So he literally kills all the other people in the car. Like so by choice. Like by they, choice. they all wanted to die at that point. And there was like two bullets left. So he knew that he had to kill his little boy and right. then kill himself basically. Right. But, um, but then like, because the animals are coming, whatever, they don't want them to get him. But then like, right after he kills them, like, help comes to rescue them like it's so like he's alive he just shot his son his own son and then everything <laughs> clears up and people come to save them and yeah and i and like we, we went and saw that in the theater and it's just an ending like what the crap did we just watch like yeah <laughs> we walked out of that theater pretty silent i remember like oh whoa yeah so that was another one that stuck with me um a couple of other things that were on the list I saw Uncut Gems, you know, that one from Adam Sandler was on the list, hmm. um, which I never watched that. Um, Me either. Did you remember uh, Nocturnal Animals was one that came out a couple of years ago with like Jake G and Amy um, Adams. Adams. And yeah. And I never saw it. I'm like, there were definitely a couple. Requiem for a Dream was on there. Another one that has kind of stuck with me was um, it's called We Need to Talk About Kevin. Um, it has, um, I forget the late Tilda Swinton, you know, she's like in everything and she's always like a chameleon, like she totally looks different. Um, but it's basically about like her having her and her husband having this son and the whole movie is about how like she never bonds with him and is never really like super close with him. And he gets weirder and weirder and weirder and weirder, weirder. And then like when he's in high school, he goes and like shoots up the school and kills a bunch of kids so it's like she knew that something was wrong with him from the very beginning you know but like how do you do that with your own child and stuff Mm -hmm. I think I think he also killed like her husband and her younger daughter who she was really so close to so it's just messed up wow yeah like it's pretty heavy and again like it was a good well-made movie but it stuck with me (laughs) and then the other one that has really stuck with me and I'm pretty sure that you've seen it is Dear 
Zachary. Did you? Ever yep, watch I have it? seen it. Oh, that that is such an upsetting movie. And you guys, and it's true. It's a true story. It's a true story. It's a documentary. And you guys, people told me, or I always heard, don't watch it. It's it's awful. And well, yeah, on the Bobby Bone show, they were like, it's like so sad, super sad, like don't watch it but also watch it but don't watch it exactly like watch it but don't watch it but seriously watch it because you're right it is so sad i remember sobbing when like when the whole sad part comes up it's sad and it's like oh wow that's really sad and then it's even more sad after that (laughs) yes it's just like doubling down on the sad (laughs) so like seriously you guys don't watch it but like watch it because it's like it's a really interesting story and I feel like you learned something from it okay thinking about it makes me sad for those people I know and I'll tell you what it's about because it's really not like a scary story or anything like that it's like okay so this guy is a documentary filmmaker and his really close friend that he was like in all of his little homemade movies when they were kids and stuff um like they kind of you know were not as close when they were older they lived in different cities well his friend ends up getting shot by the woman that he's dating and he dies and then he goes around and starts talking to people about um like all the friends that he had in other cities and like tell me what you know about him and so he starts doing this documentary about the friend who died but then Mm -hmm. while he's making the movie then they find out that the woman who shot the friend is pregnant with his baby Mm -hmm. it goes from there and oh that it'll stick with you and it's disturbing and it's so sad but it is I wanted to hug that baby's grandparents oh my gosh no for real the parents of the guy who died right and that's basically what um who it's about because the he was their only son and so then then they're trying to have a relationship with the mother of their grandchild who's also the murderer of their son like who was not in jail yet because she hadn't gone to trial you know so it's like it's just it's a lot so you know don't watch it but watch it but don't watch it (laughs) yeah you need a good cry session Yeah. yeah And honestly, it's kind of one of those things, like, even if you read, even if you read the answer, I mean, I think that you would still see that it's sad, but it's, I don't know, it's, it's not scary, it's not creepy or anything like that. It is just so sad. Mm -hmm. So yeah, that was, I just was like interested to see like what was on your list because everybody has disturbing movies that they've seen. Oh, Mm -hmm. and the one that's on my list that it's kind of stuck with me. Um, is it's called the boy in the striped pajamas um and it's about um like nazi germany and one of the one of the like nazi guys that's running one of the concentration camps like lives in a house like just off the camp and his son and wife live there with him long story short the boy that's the whose dad is a nazi becomes friends with a boy that's inside the concentration camp through the fence. And then the boy ends up going in the concentration camp because he thinks that like, he's gonna go hang out with his friend. They end up both going in the gas chamber. Like, (gasps) (laughs) oh, 
yes. So it's like, oh my gosh, whoa, it's heavy. Um, spoiler alert, you know, the movie's been out for like a long time. But it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's just like, when you kind of look at it from a different perspective, not that the Nazis ever had a correct perspective, but the, but like the point kind of seemed to be like, that like the, the Nazi guy and his wife and son lived in this house and like the wife and the son were like pretty normal. You know, they weren't like mean Nazis to everybody. They were just like living their life, you mm -hmm. know, and, and the wife was just like, well, I'm not involved in any of that, but the husband is, you know, so anyway. If you need a non-disturbing movie to watch, everyone go watch Jojo Rabbit right now because that is also a semi-Nazi movie, but is funny and no, was up for the Oscars last year. It was, but also honestly, like that, the one part in that movie that people are saying could be on this list is when he finds his mom yeah. from her yeah. shoes. Oh, did people even put that on there? Yes. And it is like, because it's really like, it's a, it's spoiler alert. just kidding I mean spoiler. I mean that doesn't really say anything he found his mom but um there's a part that's really super sad and I like I remember that and I can picture him with yeah the shoes. So, that movie had a little bit of everything in it it really did but besides that it was good Nazi stuff if that is a thing not yeah yeah <laughs> you, you just gotta watch it you just gotta watch it it was it was good but you know still kind of sad but um, yeah, I was just I was just interested to see you know what she's. I thought that you were gonna say Twelve Years a Slave because I know that that was like whoa, which that movie was whoa, for sure. Yeah, yeah, was no, it, definitely some very sad scenes in that. And you're right. Go, I mean, didn't we go see that and like you had no idea what it was about or something? Yeah, you know? I mean the title gives you a hint, but I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, no, that movie was super intense and some scenes were very difficult to watch. Um, and yeah. that movie won that year, which it definitely deserved. It definitely deserved. And like, that's a movie that because it was so good, like I kind of want to watch it again, but I don't want to watch it again. You know, uh, so yeah, yeah. I have movie where, cause it's like, it was made so well and like the acting and stuff was amazing. And so mm -hmm. like, I always like to like really watch it. Like once you know what's coming and like, you know, but that movie is, it's, it's rough. And it's like, a it's, it's a lesson or like a, it's a story that everyone should know, but like yes, nobody wants to watch it over again. Like it's, it's awful. So um, yeah. But anyways, I know I was like, going to have to come up with another category that we can like talk about. Cause totally this is like different. Egg. Oh, you like? <laughs> I like. We ended up talking a lot more about it than I thought. And it's very interesting. Sure. No, and it is because honestly, everyone's is a little bit different because it just like hits everyone differently. Mm -hmm. Like I would be really interested to see and you guys comment if you've seen any of these movies. Um, but like, I would really like to know what you think about Requiem for a Dream. Like, okay, I'll watch that and you watch Maniac. And we'll <laughs> What if I watch Midsummer? Because I've always <laughs> deal. Okay, deal. <laughs> oh yeah, that Elijah Wood. See, like that to me is like horror movie. That is scary and crazy. Like you expect that. Like kind of like mm -hmm. kind of you know. For sure, yeah. Midsummer is interesting, and before you watch it, you should go. Uh, you should Google like the 
things that you should look out for in it because there's little hidden gems in Midsummer. Oh, okay. I do like a hidden gem. Oh, interesting. Okay. Well, yeah, that's all I've got to talk about. I'll talk, I'll try to come up with another category. We've also talked about, I've also talked about doing like, have I told you this categories um, of movies that like I will only watch on a certain day. Like there's movies that I will like only watch on a Sunday afternoon. And if I'm watching it at any other time, it feels kind of weird. <laughs> that's funny, but I kind of get it. <laughs> like one of them is still Magnolia's or like fried green tomatoes like those are movies that you watch either like on a rainy saturday afternoon or sunday afternoon like just normally but if it's like, like a tuesday night don't even talk about it no like i would be like i can't watch this right now um, but then <laughs> i was like trying to think of other movies that are like that and honestly i think those are the only two <laughs> well that was a quick seg i know that's why i was like i've never really brought it up because obviously i can only come up with two but um We'll think of more. Yeah, I'll have to think of some more. If y'all have any ideas, let us know on yeah. our Instagram or our book face. We have a we have a Facebook group that you can click to in, to follow. And I think yeah. I just accept you and you're in. <laughs> yeah. Movie Critics Kelsey, JK. Yes, Kelsey does our social media and she yes. does a really good job at it. Um, oh, and oh, one thanks. thing that we've been meaning to mention, which we keep forgetting, is well, it's hashtag never forget. A couple of years ago, I ran into Sean Lowe. Oh while, yeah, back to Bachelor, yes. While he was the Bachelor. Like the Bachelor, it was like week two or three. And we mm -hmm. were all, everyone was in love with Sean Lowe, except for Kelsey. And <laughs> I loved him as the Bachelor. I thought he was a great batch. He was a great batch. But so I was like in Dallas for work and I was at this nice restaurant with like a bunch of coworkers and I'm looking around and I'm like, that's Sean Lowe. Cause he's from Dallas. Mm -hmm. And I was like, that's Sean Lowe. And so I was like texting Kelsey. I'm like, Kelsey, I'm like a hundred percent sure that Sean Lowe is at the table next to me. And you were like, you were texting me back. Like you have to get a picture. Like, yeah. I mean, listen, like it's, it's a golden rule that like, or it's a rule that you should, you're not supposed to, you know, bother. Yeah celebrity while they're eating or while they're with their family right. or something yeah but uh i mean i'm glad that i told you that and i'll put the pic on our instagram okay because i sent it to you right yeah because i'm sorry like, sean if you're listening to this sorry for that one time that no i know right. because it was like he was eating and he was with a big group of people which i'm assuming was his family so it was like a double no-no <laughs> But honestly, like if I had been by myself or like Kelsey, if you and I had been there, like we would have just waited until he was finished and caught him on the way out. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, I couldn't do that. I was with work people. So I had to be like somewhat profesh. I was trying to be, but I was geeking out for real, like hardcore. So I went and like tapped on his shoulder and I was like, hi, can I get a picture with you? <laughs> and he was like, oh, sure. Like he was so nice. And so my old boss, Chris, shout out, Chris, she was there. She took my picture with him and he was like, she took one and the flash didn't go off. So he was like, oh, I don't think that one's going to turn out. You got to turn, better turn the flash on. Like he stood there and like made sure that I got my picture. Um, he was so nice. And he was like really tall and everybody was like, oh my God, did he smell good? I was like, oh yeah, he smelled good. Like, <laughs> And, that's just, and that's really good because he was really nice even in a situation where he totally could have been like I'm so sorry like I'm yeah. with my family or you totally. know 
if you can wait till after and I'll come outside or, you know, right, he just, for sure. He nice. did. Right. And like, but he could, he had every right to do, you he know, did. he did. And that's why, like, I felt so bad, but I was like, like, I have one chance. So even if he says no, at least I tried. And at least I can go to Kelsey and say, look, I tried. Okay. But <laughs> yeah. So yeah. We got to post that pic. He was so nice. And my, my boss even told him, you're the best bachelor ever. And thank you for making Texas look good. Cause he did. So yeah, yeah he was so super nice. Um, and so let's hashtag, hashtag never forget. Um, and then I came back to Austin and I ran into Bobby bones and I actually talked to him. It was right before they moved to Nashville. And I also sent you that picture, didn't I? Yes, you <laughs> did. I'll post that one too. Bobby bone. Oh, I don't know who's more famous out of the two of them. Probably Bobby bones, I guess, but Bobby bones now. Yeah. Now, at the time, definitely Sean Lowe. I mean, it would um, be like right now if I ran into Matt James at a restaurant. Like, yeah. So, I mean, like the show was airing. Like it was Mm -hmm. while the show was airing. It wasn't even like, oh, I know he's the next Bachelor, but they haven't started it yet. It was like, the show is on. Oh man, it was so crazy. Like I'm getting excited just talking about it. (laughs) It's the little things in life, guys. It is. And yeah, like it was, and I don't even, it was like a, nice restaurant not like a super nice restaurant but it was like in a nice trendy area which I'm sure is like where he lived anyway so I was just like oh my gosh hashtag never forget you guys hashtag (laughs) never forget and I'll also send you the picture I'll send you the picture in a three one uh, three pictures all in one that shows you my best dress list from the golden globes because okay perf that's what I'll post on the insta because guys priorities okay I know that you are dying to hear and you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> it's coming. Okay. <laughs> but that's like, honestly, like one of my favorite things is like watching the show and then picking out who my best dressed is. <laughs> I mean, like what else am I doing besides sitting on the couch, eating pretzels? Like, <laughs> <laughs> We have nothing better to do. I mean, why not? And everybody looks gorgeous, but it's like, Ooh, sometimes that fashion is on point fashion hashtag fashion f-a-s-h-u-n-n fashion Fashion. (laughs) I know which is Kelsey's favorite but anyway yeah so (laughs) (laughs) I'll leave it to you for sure okay I know and didn't you say you have a couple quotes for me I I do yes yeah this will be a nice light thing to end it on so okay Okay. here here's the first one ready yes oh you're from Milwaukee oh I'm sorry Oh, that's bridesmaids for sure, right? Yes. <laughs> the way you said it, I was I, I don't know. know that I would have gotten it. <laughs> if I was like, oh, you're from Milwaukee? Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, I would have <laughs> never gotten that. <laughs> and the next one, God, it's so funny to think all the raccoons in the world are sleeping right now. That's, is that from Barb and Star? Yes, I did a Christian <laughs> Wake segment. <laughs> I was like, I just heard that. <laughs> it's from Bourbon Star. I was testing your knowledge. Oh, wow. I was, okay. I was testing your null. And I, <laughs> my null, I did really good. It's it doesn't work well for knowledge. Bourbon Star, good versatile mer. <laughs> yeah, so I had to have a little Kristen Wig quote segment. Oh, that's good. And honestly. You nailed them right like, off the bat, which I figured you would. I mean, like, I was like, where did I just hear that I did watch the movie last night so that's where it came from but (laughs) yeah yeah so watch it 
Good. I feel good about those because I really get mad at myself when I don't know a quote that I should know. I, you know, so I'm always, I always like stress about it a little bit. Cause I'm like, oh my gosh, Jackie, get with the progue. <laughs> yeah. You get, you got both of them without any heads. With no heads. <laughs> They're just words. You guys, they don't control us. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I've got. All right. Well, that's all I've got too. All what right. Are we, we done? Yeah. I was going to say, do we want to say what we want to watch next or? I, ha I have two suggestions. Okay. Two sugs. Suggest. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, either Judas and the Black Messiah. Uh -huh. Is that what it's called? Yes. Or I care a lot. Um... We can talk about it. We can talk about it because sometimes it's like, it just depends on like if people are talking about it a lot mm -hmm. or whatever. And honestly, we could probably do both because they're both streaming. So, that is true. Yeah. So um, yeah, because I do want to see both of those. So we'll talk Maybe, about it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk. We'll, we'll discuss. We'll, we'll discuss. Some words or we'll have a discussion. Have a discussion. There you go. Some words you just can't do it with. <laughs> Yeah, it's like we'll dis. Yeah. Mm, that could be a lot of things. We'll have a discussion. That's the way to say it. <laughs> Makes me laugh. Anyway, well, yeah, you guys watch Barb and Star. It'll make you laugh. I yeah, think. yeah. I think. All right, are we done? All right, yep, we're done. All right, one, two, three. Okay, bye. <laughs>